Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of CW Charmed. This is season four, episode seven, Cats and Camels and Elephants. Oh my, that is quite a mouthful and I'm not quite sure where the camels come in. Or, well no, the elephants, I got that one. I think I missed the camel reference. The episode was directed by Jim Gard. Is it Gard or Garrid? Probably Garrid. And directed by Jeffrey Lieber and Christina Pena. I gave this episode an 8.6 out of 10. It was a good episode. I was talking to Mimi offline and I said, you know, I never get excited for Charm. And this is not a negative feedback thing. I, I, I was like I don't understand why I love the episodes and yet when it comes down to sitting down to watch the show I'm always like a little reluctant to do so and I figured it out it's the commercials it's because I have to sit and watch it through the app and I fucking hate commercials I hate commercials so much that my YouTube premium ended and I was like bitch y'all got me because that those those ads came in and everything in the essence of my soul shriveled up and died so they got my fucking 9.99 give me your fucking money long story short my trepidation had nothing to do with the show and everything to do with the way in which they are making me view it i want to buy the fucking episode take my money bitch before we jump into the episode Wherever you're listening to this podcast, get your iTunes, Podbean, Spotify. Do me a favor, jump into the comment section, drop a review, drop a few stars. You can also uh, like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to send any feedback for Charmed or any other show I do, blackercouch at gmail.com. Now on to the show. We are going to break this down into, instead of scene by scene, story arcs because i watched it while i was also working and thus (laughs) that is how we remember things the sisters are all together well we'll start at the beginning of the episode before everyone breaks off then that'll be better to break down and stay consistently with i really enjoy the fact that the other two charm sisters was like bitch you did what to harry because he needed that in his life he upstairs tell me i would love to explain to you women i said that i was your protector of at being a white lighter about my decisions but i don't have no time right now excuse me bitch holla, 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 holla. they take a page from his book and tie him to a chair and make him answer <laughs> their questions because it's some bullshit you gave up your white lighter powers Oh, you can't orb out of here because you can't orb no more. But he says his powers are a gift. And I agree if they would just make uh if they would just make Jordan's power not so bootleg, then this makes a whole lot of sense. Why have two white lighters? Because you don't need all of that medical attention. Plus, it goes to Jordan. He was a medical student. It all makes sense. And now he should just have the ability to orb. I can understand if his powers were bootleg because there was another white lighter and he kind of got them in a bootleg way. But now he could just go ahead and evolve like everyone else's powers just tend to do for no reason. So now I want Jordan to orb. It's basically what 
I'm putting out there to you writers. <laughs> but it does give Harry Greenwood, the character, more to do when he's not confined to just a healer and now a teacher. He's out of that phase. He's out of the I'm going to have a job phase. So he needs to get into some phase that makes him more important to the storyline. I'm fine with Harry still struggling with Macy's death. However, <laughs> how do we feel about the line of dialogue of, I know you guys were sisters, but I fell in love with her? Okay, 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 okay. I kind of wanted to say we all fell in love with her, but there's blood and then there's water and your ass is water. So what, what? <laughs> and if it could he could have at least phrased it or what he may have meant to say is you still have each other even though you were sisters you still you gained someone but you also had more of your life without that person but then i kind of feel the same way about harry i'm like wasn't you in love with that white bitch first season but we don't count her <laughs> but for you to be like yeah i don't have any way of moving forward which includes because they said we need you here and it does seem as if you do have a particular duty to the charmed ones that's how we were introduced to your character so i'm fine with the whole idea that he needs more time he wants to reconnect he wanted i like i like the idea he said i would just like a proper goodbye that's fair but it just came off weird when he said yeah i get it but it's not the same <laughs> like yeah <laughs> and a whole lot of ways that are not elevating you <laughs> and you're not supposed to measure grief sir that's what they always tell you anyway but i digress this leads to someone knocking at the door finally someone did something smart and was like yeah ever since the tally man left something at my door still don't understand how that happened or how this wor house works nobody's showing up from the government talking about when did this shit get built and where are your permits and thus i appreciate that they just did a little little thing called let's look in the peephole before we open the door or the camera they look they see that it's kayla's mom well they don't know who she is at first um they then also start talking about the tally man that he only left the this uh this clocker timepiece or watch piece behind maggie gets a vision and she sees that sunny is trying to concoct some type of spell to resurrect another smoke monster because they're always smoke monsters on the cw and they realize that something is happening on the pink moon so they want to tackle this problem maggie is going to go with harry he needs a friend right now and they're going to look into the the possible location of where the ceremony might be going down is that what they're looking for yeah and then mel is gonna investigate or research the pink moon she opens the door it's kayla's mom didn't catch her name K 
Kayla is still, you know, in the ambience of postcoitus. I am not envious at all. Poor Dev over there. He ain't had sex three times with this girl and in love. I just had And she shut that shit down real quick. It was like, uh, so I think we have exhausted all I needed to know about you. <laughs> My curiosity is satisfied. <laughs> it only took three times, but you know, it's however many licks it needs to get to the Tootsie Roll in the Tootsie Roll pop. I laughed so loud because he was not expecting that. He was like, oh, we're going to have some breakfast. Oh. And I hope this is a, a indication of what I said earlier. Look, some people are fuck buddies and some people are relationship goals. And while Dev was looking really cute in this episode, because he genuinely was, he still is fuckboy material. <laughs> He's a good comic relief. He is fun with Kayla, but I don't see them as OTP material. Maybe it could grow on me. I'm open to that potential. But the way they met, it just feels like Dev is way too needy. He too needy. I need to go and bounce when I need to bounce. Your feelings is hurt every five seconds. Like when you're way more into me than I'm into you, even though they are trying to make it seem as if Caleb was into him last episode. It is not the like I ain't even done nothing that impressive for you to be wanting to love me so much, but. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is I, I felt it in that moment when she's like, yeah, that's this is not that. <laughs> but unfortunately or fortunately for Dev, they tell her that her mama has shown up. She's like, last time I talked to her is I asked her to mail me a blanket. She doesn't know why she's what she's doing here, but that Ghanaians are not cool on magic. And I'm like, really? Where you put the spear? Don't ask me about phallic objects. I do not like that question. I want to know where you put the spear. I need the spear. No, you will not get my spear. Sorry about that. I feel as if that is inaccurate. <laughs> but I'm also not an expert. So I'm not going to. But I feel like the African culture is very much spiritual. Um... They, they, you know, the word zombie is an, is an actual word from Africa. So maybe only in certain regions, maybe not in Kahana regions. So she tells them or asks him to pretend to be her boyfriend so that she can believe that she just went across the country to be with a man because that's rational and something a mother would totally understand. let's stick with their storyline she the funniest line is like so is that why you're not dressed in normal because what was that sunday fucking dress that was some straight up we at the festival she put her hair up (laughs) that made me laugh so hard because it reminded me of sunday school when my mom would make me wear dresses and skirts and i have no i have no use for these things 
I even have them around now and I still don't wear them on any occasion. <laughs> That's not on a resort somewhere where it might be more appropriate because the weather won't allow me to wear my comfortable sweats. I don't even have sweatpants. It's just more like loungewear. Well, what would rounded this out is if she busted out some stockings because I can't. F Someone came in the other day and the uh, dollar store was like, Does you got stockings in here? I'm like, Stockings? Those fucking leg compressors? You're out of your damn mind. Why would you just put that on you voluntarily? He agrees to pretend to be your boyfriend if she'll go on a date with him. She's like, No romance, none of that. Stop trying to change my mind. <laughs> girl stick with it because at the end of the episode she was trying to give him a second chance i'm like uh-uh stick with your first instincts don't don't let that those puppy eyes change your mind because then that's that's how you they end up in your house and you be like damn i don't even fucking like you like that now i like that but he does a good job of trying to charm her mother or charming her mother and he sneezes I didn't know what that sneeze was about, but he's like, you got some pet around here. And she's like, no, we don't. He's like, yeah, you do, because my nose knows. You can smell it. Can anyone explain to me why she was chopping bell peppers? What were you cooking? <laughs> you had no intention of making a full course meal. <laughs> so why are you chopping red vegetables? What? And then you went and gave him orange juice that you poisoned? How did you get past her? I didn't understand that part but i laughed <laughs> because dev was fucked up she realized very quickly when she was talking to her that that was not her mother we realized when she ate a whole ass canary that was outside the window as soon as i saw it i was like that bird is about to be dinner i can't be too mad at it chicken canary potato potato another sidebar I was watching the best answers of Family Feud and this just shows how fucking dumb Americans are. <laughs> and you know it's white Americans that be taking them surveys. <laughs> because only them would do some shit like this. Steve Harvey is dragging the shit out of this lady because it needs to be something that starts with pot. She goes potato. He starts walking to the other team, dragging her telling her you stupid like that's not it's potato not potato he start he thinks the answer up there the answer's fucking two on the damn board America, we really need to up the curriculum in these schools y'all <laughs> Don't pawn the fucking country. <laughs> it's it's sad. It's so very sad. Oh, back on track. So she realizes uh, too late because she goes upstairs and ends up finding a spell to reveal who this person really is. It turns out it is Sunny impersonating her mother. Sunny goes to attack her. She fights her off at first, but then Sunny takes her thumb. Oh, hell no. Kayla was so mad. She was so mad. And then she did. Who put the first dressing on her? Because she had like the, the fisted up boxer glove 
type of dressing the first time with blood i'm thinking mimi's gonna have a fit with this one because that is not how you slow the bleeding it should just still be bleeding <laughs> and then, then she's in the when she's in the lab because apparently some they decided to stop by the house because dev wants to leave and then he's like you underestimate me don't leave me because she's like i gotta go do my job now so you're drugged i don't want her to hurt you so you gotta go he's like i don't want to leave you because you're never gonna call me again <laughs> and i want to prove that i can do stuff and things even though i did not do any of that but i just don't want to leave your side and so she falls for the puppy dogs once again and then next thing we know deb is being dragged into the command center <laughs> by jordan <laughs> and kayla's there and she's like oh i got the fucking worst deal with my thumb like oh you got the hair and the fucking um dandruff and whatever else was necessary some blood she took my whole goddamn because she needed the bone I, uh, she took my thumb she took my thumb and then they said that at the end of the episode that, <laughs> that jordan reattached it i'm like how <laughs> that sucker was gone <laughs> did you put it in some ice <laughs> and you waited a real long ass time to <laughs> reattach it i don't care what kind of white lighter power he got yeah the white lighter i would have just been preferred if they didn't show it was still healing and that she just had her thumb <laughs> i am taking no points away because of that it was just funny observation but continuing on with kayla in this episode she equally y'all need to stop writing how i would react to situations because the minute they get to where sunny's doing her little spell she's like you bullying my fucking thumb bitch <laughs> they came with a mission she came to who to you like no 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 keep the ghetto in keep the ghetto in we we actually need to do something <laughs> we need to do things so we're gonna leave it there and then catch up because we can all converge on this arc, particular arc later let's go to the harry and uh no not harry yeah 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 no we were with kayla let's go to the yes the harry and maggie side of things they go to the tally man's house and find his dead brother there in all of his mummified fashion being forced to watch his video uh, videos of his brother because his brother was that damn insecure in life and in death i don't know i kind of just didn't care and then we go to the command center because she's like i don't want to do it here because it's creepy he goes in for five minutes i like the light up with the shoes and how that worked that was a nice little tidbit to add in 
particularly between traveling to the veil he thinks that for some reason macy's not in the tree powering the magical world as she died to do or gave up yeah she was already dying or something to that effect but he thinks that maybe she passed through to the veil but he can't seem to find her I don't know what Candace McClure is doing here, but I know if she's in this show, as much as she's in this show, can we just give her a bigger role? Because I love Candace McClure. And I think she can have a bigger role. Okay? Someone needs to be also helping these kids around here. <laughs> uh, and since she could just walk around, why don't you come and train Michaela or Kayla while you're at it? I have a feeling, though, they're trying to make or pull some strings that I'm supposed to follow like the fact that she is the first charmed one and that whatever precipitated or came before her downfall or tainted the whole entire line comes from all the way when she when it she was the first is that going to mean that she will get a bigger role in the latter episodes and she will need to deal with the lost one does the lost one have something to do with Kayla and her parentage and how she's somewhat in some way related to the charm ones? These are all questions I felt like her arrival back was meant to to coincide with. Because why would this all of a sudden this particular threat be the one threat that you're like, yeah, I need to go like your answers weren't sufficient to me. I felt like you came across Harry. Harry was going through some things. Harry just collapsed. Poor baby. He said she's not in the veil, but she's happy where she she's at peace. He's like, maybe I could just go in the tree with her. And Maggie says, look, I fell in love with her too. Because, you know, we all knew, knew and met her at the same damn time. <laughs> that is that was my true blood sister uh i didn't get to know the african part of the side of my family and my heritage i I don't have that right now i lost that and i didn't even know how much i could have to gain from that i was trying to run from my pain and now i have anger management classes and a felony on my record don't be me (laughs) it's time for you to move on harry it's time for well it's just more like you you have things to live for as well and we are your family so come back come back to me i'm begging you please come back to me i want you to come that was that story jordan did heal him from his blackened fingers but he's weak and he needs rest at the end of the episode he does shave and he realizes that i need to come back into the world and you know i i have lost i have loved but i am still living that's all i have to say about that story other than maggie got an upgraded weapon i'm really glad that there was no dialogue uh associated with the words level up maggie is approached by ruby who's still around uh she wants to run for the things that are what what are we doing with this what are we doing with this what are we doing are we just trying to do a hard reset you know 
it was really sloppy we really want these two people to be together but we need to make it more realistic um because it feels like it's treading i like ruby i want to see more of ruby but to see maggie still being like oh sean sean b or sean b shaw b i don't remember that that shouldn't be a swan b there we go that shouldn't be a still a point if we already resolved it two episodes ago so i don't know what they're doing with this ruby wants to run for some type of position she asked for her help she knows she's too busy why does she act as if she doesn't know she's a charmed one ruby because i would think that she would know that she's a charmed one i understand you're not involved in the magical world but you know i am and that's the reason why we initially were going to work out because i was too damn busy but it seems as if they're trying to indicate at the end of this episode that mel is trying to earn her spot back by doing all the things she should have been doing the first time around or is she just trying to be the friend to her in the hopes that i don't know i personally feel as if it is treading water and not necessary i like them being friends i want them to continue to be friends but i don't need the romantic aspect to it if that's not what it's supposed to be and i like swan enough that i don't want her screwed over or used just to create angst just for well what am i saying i love so i don't love swan but i thought hey that's something that could be around that doesn't need to be connected directly romantically to the charmed ones that's where i was going with that she then goes with jordan to get the boat because she goes down to research he's already there researching can't tell her what it's about but they are related to the same thing the pink moon the pink moon bowl is something he has at the storage facility that is belonging to the dad doesn't take long for jordan to reveal very openly in a box that i'm working with your dad I don't think jordan wanted to keep that secret because that milk was very obviously right there he knew where the bowl was the entire time mel figures it out gets upset hits something because she's overwhelmed and they end up crushing the bowl she then exp- it was nice to see jordan and mel have a scene though because i don't think we've seen many scenes and when i realized that jordan is just no matter what is going on with him and maggie which is basically no communication at this point he's he's not there for that he's there because he has uh, an inner desire to be and help the charm ones in the magical community despite his really he's too good for this damn world okay he's too good but he's he makes the elephant analogy have you ever tried to eat a whole elephant because you can't don't think about consuming the whole thing take it bite by bite or that's how he answers the joke how do you eat a whole elephant bite by bite and that you need to just stay in the moment stop stressing about all of your problems you're trying to tackle everything at the same time and you really just can only focus at one problem and that problem is this bowl right now and they end up putting the bowl together because she's also struggling with her time powers and they end up figuring out that this ceremony is happening in iran or iraq or somewhere where it's already dark and they have 40 minutes and that's when everyone reconverges 
and the uh, the one-liner for Jordan he is like so we're gonna go be badass women and you boys sit here being useless and Jordan's like why you gotta be so rude don't you know I'm human too these motherfucking bitch ass niggas so rude so rude Kayla's sitting there rapping her own fucking th I'm like girl sit down and let someone else do that for you why are you rapping your own shit <laughs> How the fuck did you get changed is what I would like to know. <laughs> did she come in? Yeah, I feel like she came in not with that dress on. Not with that dress on. I've also had a fucked up thumb before. So I also, what am I saying? I know it's painful, but yeah. Uh, Deb is over there. <laughs> fucked up. They go, they find Sunny there just brewing away. And this is the part that I chuckled on really hard as well because it was just silly with them trying to push over the bowl. First they tried to touch it and they couldn't, and then all of a sudden they can they can touch it, they can push it to knock it over. Then don't show that you can't do it the first time. Why don't y'all just bring another something to ruin the potion? You need these ingredients for it to work. So let's just dump some more ingredients in there so that we throw off the spell because that sounded far more effective to me than let's just let's just try to knock over this huge cauldron or destroy it um i know she said it was hot so uh yeah if you were gonna do that they should have burn marks or something tries to use her power it doesn't work mel or maggie is over there doing um acrobatics and uh what's that one type of fighting style damn i forgot jiu-jitsu with uh sunny everybody was fighting. we saw this earlier when she somehow seemed to mimic harry's powers because she felt what he was feeling she didn't understand how she was able to do it but she was and then in this scene sunny is saying you know she thinks that for some reason like she has a hatred towards them and it's so disproportionate that i just feel as if it's it really is just a substitute for <laughs> irrational people thinking irrational things because she saying i'm gonna bring the one that would care about the people you don't like since when i'm here right now trying to stop you from doing something that would harm other people and if he's such a great person why are you the only person here trying to resurrect him why was he putting in the ground in the first place so we're gonna learn more about this lost one but we see maggie mimic her powers because she felt exactly what she was feeling was able to see through her eyes about time her powers evolved some more and she ends up killing her after losing the tally man plus i feel like this is the first time she's or any of the sisters have killed something like viscerally killed someone not using their powers like this is the equivalent of i took a knife and shivved you she like those, those spikes went right into her chest that was personal 
there's nothing like shooting someone versus stabbing them so i've heard and to see that maggie was actually that was weighing on her later is smart writing because you could have easily pushed that away i was more distracted by the fact that harry came around the corner looking that damn yummy Rupert was looking fine as fuck all episode, but man, when he was in that the nick of the, I was like, ooh! If you ever stood like that in the doorway and I was in a room, I would turn around right then and there. Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. Oh my god. Okay. But he checks on her, make sure that she's okay. It's about time. And she says, I know that I had to do it, but it still felt terrible. He says, Yeah, I know it's about time that I move on. As she explains how she was able to mimic, or maybe that was later. Uh, they did knock over the cauldron which i thought was impossible to do plus it seemed like the smoke monster was already half done doing what it was supposed to do <laughs> the full moon came what the liquid didn't I, okay 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 it wasn't too bad of a um derailment of anything i was just more like mm-hmm. what else happened oh yeah she got her blankie she had that conversation with dev at the end i forgot healing up kayla's story uh where they're like about that date he's like i don't want you to feel obligated she's like well when the time is right i won't feel obligated so she's like i guess i'll give you a chance uh because he really wants to get to know her he wants to know everything about her and be in love that's so sweet she's so pretty um particularly in the outfit she had on at the end i would never put some shit on like that but i'm not 26 years old (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the whole time i was like these colors don't go they look great on you but if you put that shit on me trust me looking like tlc <laughs> don't she look like um t-boss a little bit of t-boss and a little bit of chili moving on from that she brings in the blanket she asks, do you want to do the spell tonight she's like well i was like fuck you fuck you and fuck you y'all gonna spread this shit out all the way until episode like 15 we need to know i won't start singing that song because i already did out on another pack podcast this week try to keep it limited to one song a one one horrible song a podcast of me singing it or one good you know what i meant did i cover all bases i think we covered all bases let's jump into the feedback Hey, Christina, I hope you're doing well. Um, I'm here to give my review of Charm Season 4, Episode 7. Um, I have to say, this was a really good episode this week. I, I thought, you know, the pacing overall was really good. Uh, I guess just to jump right in, I really, really enjoyed Harry's storyline this this week. Um, I thought it was a, a funny call back to how Maggie and Mel tied him up to get answers to where he was and what kind of what's going on with him. 
uh, you know, in a way similar to when he first met the girls and he kind of kidnapped them and tied them up as well. So I thought it was like a funny callback that they did. But uh, with with Harry's storyline this week, I enjoyed how I think this was a good conclusion to harry's i don't want to say grieving process with macy because i don't think you can ever stop grieving but i think his conclusion to like a new turning point for his character um like he was obsessed with just finding macy and like seeing if she was you know still wandering around um and if she feels that she's been forgotten um and i I actually enjoyed i enjoyed one him and maggie's storyline together when you know harry sees the guardian which can i just say two things about the guardian i love her i love her love her love her and i really hope we see more of her and i think we are going to see more of her this uh remaining season and hopefully we'll see a lot of her in season five if they're renewed and also just throwing it out there would you be opposed if the guardian came back to life somehow and her and Harry got back together because I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. Like Harry and the Guardian having a relationship together, I'm actually for that. Like I know there wasn't anything that indicated it, but you never know. You never know. So I'm I'm actually here for it. But but kind of going back um, to the point, I think it was like a good. Um, I think in this this part for Harry, him like really coming to terms with the fact that Macy isn't coming back, that Macy has actually moved on. Um, and how Maggie was like, listen, we need you here in the living. Like we need you here now with us was kind of like a good wake up for him to realize I need to, I need to move on. Like no one's forgotten about Macy. Macy will always be with them, but he also needs to like move on because there are other people grieving Macy who needs to stick together which is him Maggie and Mel and I and I think this is something I've been looking for the entire season like really just kind of having all three of them really acknowledge their grief for 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 Macy and I think this was a good coming together moment that they had like Harry brought the good point of how you know you and Mel were her sister so that's different I fell in love with with macy but then maggie was like listen i fell in love with her too when i first met her like i miss her as well and i thought that was very powerful and even mel for a moment i i'm glad that they at least acknowledge that you know they that she misses mel and that she wishes she could do something to to see her again so i thought that was really really good and i'm actually now excited to see where they take harry's storyline next like and also, I thought it was interesting, too, when we see him use his powers, and he goes into, like, that veil or a spirit world or whatever, and you see, like, the little footprints. I'm a little nervous, but I wonder if they're going to, like, foreshadow, you know, Harry doing that in the future and then him not being able to come back to the living because somebody beat him to the punch. So I think that would be very interesting if, if that actually does happen um, to his character uh for maggie uh the only thing i have to say about maggie is i thought it was interesting how she got a new power and i think it's kind of cool um this new power that she has where she can basically you know take other or borrow or or temporarily mimic other people's powers i'm not sure if you're familiar with x-men um but she kind of reminded me of like rogue a little bit 
in a moment just her powers like how rogue's able the the x-men mutant rogue is able to take um other mutants powers and even just take the life force from people in general so i kind of wonder if that's something they're trying to play off with maggie um and also i kind of like her new weapon i'm i'm digging in i kind of like it a lot like yeah they all need some upgrades and i'm glad that maggie's getting an upgrade in her weapon um with mel i okay so i'm a little confused is mel are they trying to set up mel and ruby getting back together because if they do i'm not for it i i just want them to be friends and even then that's pushing it because i don't i'm not friends with my ex but if mel and ruby are friends then i'm cool with that but if they're trying to set up mel and ruby getting back together i'm not here for it like we thought they put it to bed like let ruby and swan be together okay i can ship for that because we don't see them that often and i can support in the background if they bought abigail back i'm here for abigail and mel hell if they bought nico back from season one i'm here for that as well or if they have mel and that bar owner bar owner together i'm also here for that but mel and ruby no let's just stop it now let's stop it now like i i appreciate how mel is helping ruby with her campaign and that ruby's running for for a city like a city office position or whatever it is but let's let's keep it like friendship level let's not let's not have any oh my god mel i've seen such an improvement within you i'm ready to get back together you're not being selfish you're you're thinking of others um i just don't let's just not have that let's not have that at all but i did enjoy though how elise mel acknowledged you know she needs to be more present in the time and like be more there for others and and not have her her witch duties or her own life kind of overtake the other other people around her and the other people in her life so i i actually enjoy that a lot um and also can i just say i actually enjoyed mel and jordan together mel and jordan they have really good chemistry together um and i love just kind of jumping into jordan now i i love jordan like i really 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 love jordan and i enjoyed how jordan was trying to keep it so secretive to mel as to kind of what he was looking up um and then when him and mel went to the storage unit and mel finds the the mug she made for her dad and jordan is still trying to play dumb like uh i don't know and mel's like i'm not having it jordan tell me everything and then she breaks like the clue or the 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 bowl that they were trying to search for but uh, can i just say jordan again he is like one of my mvps because he is always there helping the sisters out when they need it and you know keeping them calm and collected i love the elephant analogy or elephant saying that he did and i thought that was really good for mel to like really remember you know just take it moment by moment you're not going to be able to eat a full elephant all at once but you just got to take your time doing it and you'll eventually get there so i i enjoyed and i know i'm butchering whatever he said but regardless i'm enjoying jordan's part again because he knows when to say the right thing at the right time and to be honest jordan again is one of my favorite characters and i just and i also do love him and mel's you know chemistry together so i kind of do hope we get more scenes with them one thing i want to say about jordan and maggie is are they ever going to acknowledge each other in the room like are we done with that relationship 
are they are they going to kind of like try to rush it towards the end of the season and then get back together because i don't want that i want them if they are going to get back together i want it to feel natural but i also want them to kind of acknowledge each other's presence maybe it's a good thing they're not i guess now but i just don't want them to rush it back and be like hey we just got back together two seconds later yay all is well now um so we'll see um the cat lady um actually let me jump into michaela because i'm gonna spend more time with michaela um and the cat lady and her her new boo thing kind of fall under them so uh with michaela actually one with her and that guy in bed together i love michaela because i i love how she was like listen i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna i'm gonna share my truth with you but this was just more of a casual fling like this wasn't us shipping each other and like becoming boyfriend girlfriends and the guy is really really into michaela he's like falling hard for her and she's like listen i already got a lot of stuff in my life i can't add being with you um to the mix right now so i i really enjoyed her honesty around that but then when her fake Ghanaian mother came um and she was like yo i need you to be my boyfriend today um like we'll go on a date whatever i thought that was a little funny just because you know he was like making these ultimatums and she's like oh my god okay just just be my boyfriend so my mom you know thinks i'm this perfect child because she was dressing like little house from the prairie um like she doesn't do anything wrong and that she is here because of uh, a boy and i was like oh my god michaela you went from a complete 180 on us but I, i love it i love it um so with her fake mom i thought it was like really interesting just kind of how michaela was able to pick up immediately that she wasn't her or something wasn't right and then realizing oh that's an imposter and i also love when she went upstairs to um you know try to figure out what to do she did like a an old spell so i kind of thought that was cool an old spell that they've done in season one um but i also i don't know how you felt but i was completely shocked when that cat lady like cut her thumb or finger off all i could think was like oh my god it sucks to be the middle child because the middle child (laughs) gets the worst of everything sometimes and because like mel she just had like a little bit of blood but she was able to like you know put some magical alcohol on it and and be fine and then maggie just had some hair cut off but it wasn't like anything major and then michaela had her thumb cut off i'm like thank god again jordan again is amazing because he comes through to help out with the the sisters but how jordan came in was like yeah i got you and he was able to at least you know sew her her thumb back to it all i could think was like oh my god this is brutal brutal um but i i i enjoyed kind of just michaela going back at her and like put like when she confronted the cat lady uh when all the sisters were together um she like pushed her she was yelling at her like honestly i hate to say this this is so bad and i'm sorry for everybody but it kind of felt like this was about to be a world star moment and michaela wanted to beat her ass and to be honest i would have been here for it like beat her ass because you cut my thumb off like oh be glad and you never know that could have been michaela's fighting arm or fighting hand that she couldn't fully use 
the way she wanted to use. So, um, anyway, I'm glad that, you know, I thought that was a, I thought Michaela's storyline and just kind of the, the characters that evolved around her were really good. And, um, I, this, her and this guy, I do like them together. And I like that they're not rushing into anything. Like they're keeping it very casual. And I think, you know, they're going to eventually probably be a couple together, but I don't feel like it's going to be rush. And I, I appreciate that a lot. Um, also with the cat lady, I was fairly surprised that she had like extra lives. Like, I guess, you know, cats having nine lives was played through here. So I guess she has like two more lives based off of just the markings on her, her, her wrists. Um, but I, anyway, I thought it was really good. I thought the, the whole episode overall was really good. And another thing, just kind of going back to the guardian, is it just me or did it seem like when she was using her powers, it was a very similar power to what Macy had? Um, I don't know. I think it, I think it was, but if 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 not, you know, be very curious what that power was that she was using just to kind of stop everything because they reminded me of one of Macy's powers. Um, but next week, I'm I'm really excited. I don't know if you saw the the trailer for next week. If not, um, understood. But I I think next week's episode they're going to reveal. Um, you know, how Michaela is connected to them. So I'm really, really excited to kind of see this um, and to, you know, to just kind of understand, like, I I really feel like next week we're going to really know the answer if she's a sister or not, a true sister. And you know how I feel. I'm hopeful that she is a sister. I'm hopeful that they're like, you're actually a sister and we had Marisol's eggs and we stole them and we used them to create you. So yay. But that's just me. Um, I'm, I'm naive. I live in my own world when it comes to charm sometimes. Everything else, I live in the, the world that we live in. But regardless, um, I, I really enjoyed this episode. Sorry if I was all over the place. Um, I hope you're doing well and talk to you soon. That was Trevor with his thoughts on the episode. Hi, Trevor. Thank you for telling me about Moon Knight. You crushed my whole entire soul. However, I needed to know because if I would have known when the episode ended, I wouldn't have been able to prepare myself and go in knowing that Moon Knight is ending. So, yes, thank you for telling me. Like 14 other people told me too, but thank you as well. <laughs> Cause I might've said y'all all lying, but Trevor told me, so it must be true. Um, to your feedback, I agree that this was a good turning point episode for Harry, uh, as he has been. And that's what you expect. You, you know, the fandom wanted him to grieve Macy and he did grieve Macy and it wasn't a quick one there. And he's, you know, they gave a good, goodbye eulogy to that particular story arc and that particular ship in a respectful way we all want macy to come back we all loved macy um but for reasons that are out of our control we do no longer have this character and i don't think she'll be coming back to the show anytime soon uh since salsa tossed something in my inbox and i was like whoop there went that news didn't even engage in it It was like okay things going on going back to my show watching uh 
So this was just a great way for us to have a good seven arc episode of him actually grieving him really wanting to reconnect about the improper goodbye the fact that they didn't get to really say goodbye and that is a, a huge cause to letting go and i think the sisters did get that to a certain extent that harry did not get so it made all the sense um why he would continue on um didn't have the issue that i had with the wording so that's cool <laughs> because that was the question i was like did anyone else feel that way i am so i'm glad that i'm not the only sloppy person in the world this is all i'm gonna say because i was thinking the same thing i was like can he and the guardian hook up one they both wise as fuck secondly they old as fuck thirdly she's black <laughs> and i'm all about vicariously living through any black woman having sex with harry kayla seems a better fit for what she's doing as much as i'm probably and i'm right with you like over time i probably will love the relationship but from where it started to where it is right now and then that whole weird thing from last episode i'm like yeah that could take a lot more time to to build and that's fine because i do like dev i just didn't need it like right now i was like it's not otp material this is exactly you put it she said everything you said all the things but yeah i was the i thought i was the only sloppy person looking at them going that could work out <laughs> that could work out and i am here for it too i love candace McClure. i've said this before i love candace mcclure i've loved her since Battlestar galactica even though they treated her character horrible horrid I still think that she should be acting a lot more things and she would be a perfect fit for charm a perfect fit and she could use powers now and she just now here's my theory with the sister thing i was thinking about it as i was listening to your feedback i did not watch the uh trailer for next week probably won't so i like to be surprised um if i run into it i ain't gonna not click it but <laughs> i ain't gonna go looking for it and because i watch it on the app i never see anything that's a trailer then um oh on to what my my theory is my theory is that she's related to the charmed ones through like some type of charm lineage that maybe was disavowed or some shit because you're right i thought it was really odd that she would turn up in this episode looking and then she was sus the whole entire time she's like oh what you doing here oh you know same as you trying to stop the threat but you know more than you're saying that's what i wanted maggie to say but they they didn't get to question her more though because they were then confronted with people wanting to steal their spot and reanimate we're talking about Re or bringing someone back from the dead a lot this episode so it could be that kayla's lineage is somehow connected to the original or to the this lost one and their particular bloodline that's a guess uh did i say rose oh you were talking about the mimicking powers yes i uh, i am familiar with a rogue from x-men I like x-men they did terrible things with it but you know it was a good comic <laughs> but they also use these mimic powers on the flash with captain kramer even though she doesn't 
do it very often so i i am familiar and i i agree i like the inclusion i too am confused about the mel and ruby i'm not here for it either i don't want them to get back together i feel like there it's something it's like dev in a way something they're putting on the table as a thread they can pull if there's an interest but if there's not they'll let it go in a different but because it's so back to back it it is weird it's like now you making me feel like you two are getting back together and i so don't want that to happen i have no problem against the character of ruby either it's just i don't see any chemistry between them. <laughs> even as there's no chemistry between the characters can't force something that's not there but as you pointed out surprisingly there was really good chemistry between mel and jordan they just get each other better and that's where it is if that's why people liked even if you didn't like the character of abby or abigail whatever the chemistry between abigail and mel was good mel doesn't have that chemistry with every character and thus sometimes it's not about oh okay it's, it's what makes sense for the story even if it say we wrote this character in a certain way i don't think it's ever going to happen that she's coming back abigail um nico is a good uh one you can throw out there anybody or that other i think that other lady too is a very good actually i think she's the best candidate other than nico um if abigail because i feel like if you bring abigail back it's just gonna bring all those people out of the woodworks and then they're just eh, i don't even feel like going through the drama <laughs> and since they they tried to do something with rehabilitation i wouldn't come back some people is just like i don't want to deal with certain things this is how it was and it was written a different way okay those people are not here anymore and sometimes it might be best to work, walk away from a mess than try to fix it because lord knows the flash been trying to fix the caitlin frost situation for fucking four years and they are maybe possibly just now coming to some good conclusion uh so that's the thing with mel is that you need someone who's got good chemistry with her and i think the other lady does have good chemistry with her nico had good chemistry with her ruby does not have good chemistry with her she cannot play off her scenes so looking forward to next week looking forward to that episode and yes give me some damn answers always good to hear from you trevor last and certainly not least we have queen mimi what up stina it's mimi um here's my feedback for charmed season four i believe this is episode seven um i watched this i don't know it was probably couple days ago I've been working a lot um, my contract is gonna change in the next couple of weeks no I think it's one week basically I'm in the same facility but my pay has gone down so I've been trying to work a lot of overtime so I can get the higher pay um, because my rate will change so I've been working a lot and I've been sleeping on my days off because it's hard to explain to people that don't work nights, but when you have a day off, if I work um, Tuesday going into Wednesday, I get off Wednesday morning. And even though I might have Wednesday off that day, if I work the next day, it really doesn't feel like a day off because I got off that same day. So you basically go to sleep and wake up and then you go to sleep again and you gotta go to work. And that's where I'm at right now. So I've been meaning to send this feedback, but I really honestly, I don't, I don't know how I feel about the episode. I can't really remember 
loving it, but I don't remember hating it. So I, I feel like I was like, eh, with it. Um, I know for a fact I loved uh, Kayla. She is so funny to me. I love how she figured out that that thing wasn't her mom pretty instantly. Well, I should say that thing. It was Sunny, um, the person pretending to be her mom. I, I was hoping that we got to see her mom and her dad, or at least her mom, because she talks to her mom all the time. And it looks like her mom was cast. We just didn't really meet her. It was Sunny pretending to be her because she needed um, Kayla's finger. And when she, at the end, when she went after Sunny, was like, bitch, you took my finger. I was cracking up. She is such a boss. Like, she's a G for real. And I love how feisty she is. I just love her. Um, I, I'm still not down with her and Dev, I guess is his name. Did I just make that up? I don't know why. Dev? Is it Dez or Dev? I don't remember. I I don't care. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 100% honest. I don't give a shit what his name is. I hope this isn't permanent. I I don't see where the love came from. I just feel like it came out of nowhere. I get them sexing because it seems like Kayla's like that. Well, she you know sees what she wants and she goes for it. Like I could see him being a one night stand. I just I never saw the love connection and I told you how I felt last episode where the way he was acting to her and it seemingly out of nowhere made me not want anything to do with him so I can't be, I'm not okay with this relationship because I felt like I feel like he wants something that he has not earned um I would not have asked him to pretend to be my boyfriend I would have said I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get dressed and go see my mom and I'm gonna need you to fucking leave she don't need to know what's going on in there i'm like mom my it's dirty in there i don't want you in there the end and i, I mean i know i have a different relationship to my mom with my mom than most people so i'm not gonna tell people how to treat their mom i wouldn't i would have just told my mom to leave like i don't want to see you right now but clearly uh, kayla and i have different kinds of moms and different relationships with our moms so that wouldn't have worked for her but I wouldn't have, I, I would have been like, okay, you want to pretend, you pretend to be my boyfriend? If you don't, okay, then leave. Those are your options. I wouldn't have gave a shit about what he said. I want a date. No, I literally just told you I did it. I'm trying to save my mother and me embarrassment of her finding out that you are a booty call. So, sir, you can either pretend with me or you can leave. I don't want a date. And I, I don't want it to be one of those story arcs where it's like, Oh, you're just frightened of love. Like, she showed us that she has plenty of boyfriends and girlfriends. Maybe she just don't like you like that. Maybe she thinks you're a slut and you're not boyfriend material. <laughs> I don't know if that's what it is. And I know Kayla don't slut shame, so that's probably not what it is. But for whatever reason, like, maybe she thinks you need to earn it. And I do, too. So maybe they should leave with that story arc. Like... You know, from our last interaction, you made it seem like you hated me and my sisters. So um, why would I want to be your girlfriend? <laughs> that's what I would say. Like, show me that you deserve it. And then we can go from there. That That's just me, though. You know, um, I think it's uh, crazy how um, like we know that Sunny is feeling what did what did Maggie say she felt how she was scared and angry but we still don't know like why 
like why do you despise the charmed one so much and who are you working for is it possible that maybe they're manipulating you they are they clearly gave you several lives and it looks like you lost quite a few of them doing whatever it is that you wanted or whatever it is that creature wanted it looked like she had like 10 marks on her hand and then when she woke up from uh, Maggie killing her she looked like it looked like she was at seven I think I don't know it's been a while I don't know if it was seven or if it was eight but she clearly died quite a few times um and maybe I guess maybe every time she dies and she comes back a little bit more angry a little bit more you know determined I'm not sure but it would be nice to understand why she's going so hard at what she's doing and I hope we get that I feel like you know, we had to deal with this stupid ass tally man and he wasn't even the real person. And he was it, it from the way it looks. It looks like Sonny was the, the main player because she's the one that got extra lives. The tally man killed himself and we didn't see him come back. So clearly that he didn't get extra lives. So he was just a pawn. So us spending all that time on him for only for him to be so fucking blase with his death that was like such a waste of time like we could be figuring out what's going on with Sunny. i am just curious to under, to know why she's so angry and why she's starting this revolution against the charmed one so i'm really hoping on friday we get that answer um what else the other the other storyline was um what mel and jordan it was nice to see them together. We don't get to see them team up very often. It used to be Jordan and Macy, and then it was Jordan and Maggie, but we don't see Mel and Jordan very often. Um, it was, I, li I like, I liked the connection between everything, um, how they tied uh, their dad into it. Um, I just, I don't understand how knocking over the pot that had that smoke creature in it was the way to get rid of it it seemed like it shouldn't have worked but I guess I guess it wasn't maybe fully ready yet so he couldn't you know Voldemort his way out of the pot I'm not sure whatever um I liked the Maggie and um uh, Harry um I I just never understood why he thought it was um how, why he thought it was Macy because from I, I know you don't like to be in like drama but I just you know it's mind of my own business and I just happen to see stuff coming up on Twitter about the actress that played Macy and I guess I think Sarah Jeffries sister Sarah Jeffries is the actress that plays Maggie I don't know she was going around saying that the Mads was bullying people or something like that I don't I don't know but it seems as though um I don't know what happened behind the scenes but if she left under in like duress I doubt she she will be ever making any cameos and that's I know that's not what anyone wants to hear but I feel like if it was that bad that she left the show that was still you know doing pretty well I don't know that it's gonna be renewed but it was definitely renewed for a fourth season and she just didn't want to be a part of it so it must have been hard like I don't care how much money I'm making mental health is 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 important and if I don't feel like I am you know comfortable at work or if I'm you know fearing that people are you know gonna re 
do something to me and I'm going to have some type of retaliation done or even maybe um, people are going to lie on me. I don't want to work at a place like that either. So I can understand why she left. And with that being said, if that was the case, then why would she want to do a cameo? Like, no matter how much money you give me, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want anything to do with it. So I just, I feel like because of that, she probably will not show up. <laughs> and just the way the CW is taking out everything, <laughs> all these shows that, I mean, and let's be real, a lot of them shows like Legends should have been axed a long ass time ago. But they're cleaning house, and I don't know how the ratings are, but I can't imagine the ratings for Charmed is as good as it was, because a lot of people liked uh, Macy's character, and her um, being gone, it, it would be a less of a reason for them to watch, so um, I don't know, I guess we'll see, but um, I just don't understand why he felt like he needed to go talk to her, why he couldn't talk to her through the tree. None of that was explained in this episode, so I just, I still, like I said, I don't understand what his reasoning was, um, but I guess it was interesting to see that the tally man killed his brother. His brother was clearly an asshole, um, and the way he killed him, he, like, <laughs> forced him to be watching a television, like, the programming that, like, the, I don't know what you call it, the... <laughs> the Fox News of the, the supernatural world. Um, so that was interesting. And he seems like an asshole, too. He's probably bullied his brother. And his brother just killed him because he's a psychotic fool. Um, the whole, I mean, honestly, it was it was, it was was an all right episode. Eh, I, I still, even after talking about it, I don't know. I think there were moments in it that I enjoyed. But, um... I haven't been super enthused to watch Charmed lately, so I'm starting to think that maybe I'm not enjoying these episodes as much as I think I am, because even me wanting to record for this was challenging. Um, I'm going to try and just next time I watch it on Friday, or next this week when I watch it, I'm just going to try and just record right after, see maybe I'll know afterwards how I feel about it, because I, I really don't know. Um, but I'm going to end it here. Until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. Well, I figured out my issue was definitely a commercial. I think if I could watch it without all of the, the breaks, I can, it just, it messes up the episode for me when I have all those freaking commercials. And it's unfortunate <laughs> that they don't let us buy them anymore. Um, but... I think the show is still good it's just not particularly too if you're like me i watch five six seven shows a week and once you start putting like i got severance on right now which is badass good uh suspicion badass good moon knight badass good mindhunter i'm like totally into that because i'm in my true crime phase right now so when you're watching a lot of other shows during the week and then you go back to that one <laughs> where it's like it's not bad it's not overly it's like i don't it's but i already told you that that's not how i feel about the flash right now like i don't go into the flash every week going oh i'm excited as the flash this is more like yeah i like watching it we'll see what it gives me this week but <laughs> i don't feel like it's a waste of my time yet and that's when i know i need to drop it
um i still like seeing these characters michaela jordan i actually think they did they've done a really good job this season better consistently telling the story even the parts that don't work at least it's not as as atrocious as last season's decision making i believe which felt a little all over the place this one feels as if they do indeed have a plan for the season <laughs> um i like that line he wants something he hasn't earned facts that is exactly how you want to sum that up is exactly how you want to sum that up like you asking for way more after you were acting like i get it i forgave you that means that we can we can uh i can act on this attraction that i feel but we ain't there yet you got a lot to do because <laughs> it's not like we weren't there yesterday and i feel like she should have said that like well i'm sorry if your faith in me can you know i understand why you felt that way but if your faith in me can be that easily dissuaded then we clearly i, I don't even want to go on a date with you though i mean i want we met with you coming out of the bathroom zipping it up she don't slut shame but just because i want to fuck you and all those other girls fuck you don't mean i want to be in a relationship with you <laughs> i might catch something and to be quite frank in these situations dudes like that the way in, i'm just being honest don't like it if it ain't true or i wish you <laughs> what am i trying to say don't hate the don't hate the messenger don't shoot the messenger but you are chasing her so hard it's because you have to chase what you can what easily falls into your lap you're used to that something that doesn't easily fall into your lap that's interesting i can chase it the minute you got it are you still gonna be interested that's the question I'm not saying it can't happen i'm not saying it doesn't happen i'm saying we don't know each other long enough to know either way and the way you just assumed we were going to be a date and assumed we were booing up and assumed a lot of shit it's like no i'm not into you as much as you're into me <laughs> um i'm also the same with my mom if my mom did not send i've cursed my mom out when she showed up at my door not curse her like curse at her but i've told her about herself I'm like you ain't send one text or a call and you show up at my door knocking and then you're wondering why i'm not answering the door i'm doing something i'm busy okay i wasn't expecting someone to show up and knock on my damn door i'm all the way in the back bedroom doing whatever you don't need to know usually i be asleep <laughs> she never came over i've just been masturbating <laughs> then i'd probably thoroughly be angry i'm like you just messed up my sex glow and then lastly on your part you're like i know you don't like drama she's also put it in our tag so i knew about it because i saw it <laughs> i didn't really say anything to it i just glanced over it um but there's something you hit on that i think a lot of people have forgotten and this is a huge part acting is a job when you go in and you're on set it's a job do you go to your job and like everyone no are you professional one way or another clearly if you had an hr complaint that would have been uh especially at this day and age with people that's why i don't jump on bandwagons the same thing my daughter was just telling me a whole story about how her friend was in oh she the one girl because i guess apparently someone gave a uh, one girl gave another girl a weed gummy and she got sick and then she got suspended and then the other girl went to a mental hospital i said one you're hearing hearsay 
so you're you're basing all your facts on hearsay then she goes well it's not fair she got suspended well clearly if she got suspended there's something that you don't know because if my daughter got suspended over something that was given to her and she didn't know what it was and someone how you're putting the facts to me don't line up with what happened because no parent in the world wouldn't jump in that school and be like how the fuck are you gonna suspend my child because they were poisoned in a sense right a gummy looks like a gummy unless she didn't know and also i'll know the way you gummy smell like weed so <laughs> i don't know how you not know but they're little kids so yeah if she got suspended for three weeks there's something a part of that story that you're not aware of <laughs> so do not it's easy to get everybody's what they're saying i don't know why they're saying things whatever the case may be i'm not keen to jump on a bandwagon when it's not very transparent like he say she say is a thing he say she say is a thing people lie these these are celebrities we love to put them on pedestals but in reality we don't know them <laughs> and i love man in the man talk i'm not saying she did anything wrong i don't know any of these people and i'm not that's why i really don't want to speak on it but what i do know is that when you are at a position when you are at a job you have a choice if you are not being treated right you you send that up the chain if you feel whatever the case and you're not happy at your job you're allowed to leave it you don't then i mean <laughs> you 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 don't have to love the people that you work with either and people keep acting like these actors and actresses like they don't like that the, the, their number one priority is to do their job not be catered to not and i'm not saying you shouldn't i go to my job every day i don't get uh, beautiful treatment i know you don't get beautiful treatment every day at your fucking job it just happens um <laughs> but there's things that are probably gonna happen that would happen with any other position and you know you're gonna jump in with side with side but but it's not but it doesn't take away from the essence of what is also the show and i think that's where people get or i have an issue with getting confused on is where do i draw that line between this is just a product of not just the actors there's a whole list of people that are behind the creation of a television series there's a problem with one or two people on the series you can't really take it out on the fifty thousand other 200 other employees who might be working on said show that have nothing to do with any of that and are trying to just put out a decent product like the writers you know it's easy to blame the writers well no we can always criticize that blame you know what i mean you know what i mean we can criticize the writers we should criticize the writers but only to an extent gotta find that line is all i'm saying you gotta find that line and you need to not cross that line and i think there's a disconnect between that particular idealism when it comes to celebrities and products <laughs> like like a cd i use this example all the time you've heard me say it a million million i hate chris brown i don't fuck with chris brown uh hey me now is still my song okay chris brown is not the only bitch on that track it's just in his name <laughs> i can't pretend like i don't listen to umbrella the remix version and i hate this like i don't spend money on it but i listen to the song so to, to try to act like life is just so <laughs> in one way or we don't we're not biased and 
you know if you want to stand hard and you just standing behind this this uh celebrity and you want to and you want to continue to support her support her but that doesn't and if you want to just jump on i don't because i don't want to tell people what to do i really don't because I, I honestly don't give a fuck i don't i don't chase it around anywhere so if you don't want to keep having a thing that's whatever just don't take it out on the show if the show didn't do it <laughs> now we're not talking about sleepy hollow where clearly and the person came out they made a statement they made it clear about what that's not what's going on things on social media pity pattying mm-mm, i don't listen to that I, I very much don't listen to that jazz <laughs> that outside drama because i that i'm just all i'm hearing is hearsay and all i'm gonna do is respond in a biased manner and that's just that's human nature and that's fine but i don't i don't engage in it but i do need people to understand that this is also a fucking job <laughs> that these people are doing they are not uh they're not heroes they are not and i'm not just talking about men i'm talking about any celebrity these are not heroes these are not your friends they're your best friends you have a very very small window inside inside of their world and it, it's very important to keep keep that in perspective all right off my bandwagon uh hopefully we'll see you next it's only got like 13 episodes so i got five more to go stop being like this no we just really need to have them without commercials <laughs> uh if you want to send feedback for our next episode like a catch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast but social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease black or magic <laughs>